What's up, everybody? My name is Carly. And my name is Ray. And you're listening to Coffee, Coffee and, and Cream. Cream. Hello and welcome to Coffee and Cream, a podcast about college life from the lenses of college students. My name is Ray, also known as Cream, and I am currently a junior in college. And my name is Carly, the coffee of coffee and cream, and I am a sophomore. And now I know our listeners are probably wondering why, why listen to a podcast named Coffee and Cream? So Carly and I thought that we would provide you with a little bit of context on how Coffee and Cream came to be. And Carly, you tell the story so well. You do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, obviously me and Ray go to the same university. Our campus job brought us together. Uh, My first impression of Ray is that, or was, that he was kind of a jerk, like douchey. And now that we're friends, I know that that is in fact the case. (laughs) Oh, that's nice for you to say, Carly. (laughs) Anyways, my first impression, I don't know. You were quiet. It was just... I was. But it was like, you know how you're quiet when you meet new people? Yeah. So that was like normal. But it, it took a little bit to get to know you. But you're cool, and I like you. And you're cool, and I I like you as well. Shall we shake hands? We shall. Perfect. You can't see it, but we're shaking. And we did it. But I would argue that the job wasn't the only thing that brought us together. Our our love for coffee, well, my love for coffee, your love for chai, our general love for Starbucks, also shaped this friendship. (laughs) And it did. And the funny part is, I don't like coffee at all, which is why I'm coffee, in case you're wondering. Uh, But we went to the Starbucks on campus every single night and that was the most vital is that a yes it was vital (laughs) to building our friendship and so we would go every night and we would try new drinks or ray would ask the people for their favorite drink if you ever don't know know what to get at starbucks always ask the barista what their favorite drink is and you can find some really good drinks and we have and we have we like to say that this very podcast was conceived in line (laughs) and born on the windowsill of our starbucks on campus Yes, shout out to that specific Starbucks. Heavy. We love it there. Not that we will ever tell you where that's at. And I know that for many, uh, nighttime Starbucks trips about people you don't really know probably wouldn't be an interesting podcast. So the purpose of creating Coffee and Cream, I think, was to give insight into our individual journeys through college and to create a space where we can just talk, vent, laugh, cry. Well, maybe not crying. Me and Carly aren't big criers, but, you know, just generally have a good time. Eventually, we hope to have a space where we could maybe hear about other people's college lives and discuss that on the podcast. Also, we will be bringing various guests, our friends, on the podcast just to keep things fun and fresh and also offer a different perspective from our own. When planning the podcast, I was really stuck on the idea of by college students for college students because, you know, y'all get it. (laughs) But I think I speak for both of us that when I say we want this podcast to be for everyone to enjoy. College is hard, and these are some of the most formative years of our lives. I think that just knowing that someone else is going through something similar kind of makes it easier. Ray's right. College is hard, but so is life. So whether you're in college or maybe you took a different route after high school, I think we all understand the struggles of being young adults in this quite large, interesting world. Certainly. Anyways, Coffee and Cream is our safe space, and we hope it becomes yours as well. So, getting into our first episode, we thought it'd be best to start at the beginning. Freshman year of college, moving in, first impressions, dining hall food, wherever you went to college, we feel comfortable in saying that most of our experiences were universal. During the freshman year of college, you may experience a lot of firsts, 
For example, my freshman year was my first time being this far from my parents, even though I'm not really that far. Anyways, for others, the first may be a little more extreme. Your first time living in the same room with another person. Your first time doing laundry. Embarrassing. Your first party, <laughs> or maybe even your first time getting in serious trouble. Yeah, like Carly said, also, I'm not that far away from my parents either. That's Maybe that was dramatic of me. I'm like an hour away i know for some people it's like states away so shout out to y'all you're like a state away well i mean uh, just downstairs i would just, say just to hop and <laughs> drive <laughs> but although we have these like universal experiences that define our freshman year for most college goers anyways there's some things that truly make it unique for different individuals and one of those things i would say is moving in for me i moved in during the covid year so august of 2020 when you know we were like in the throes of the pandemic and there were like a ton of restrictions with that when i was moving in there was nobody there to help there were there weren't like the happy orientation counselors do you know what i'm talking about those yeah, videos I do. yes the the videos <laughs> like the g-o-o-d-m-o-r-i-g <laughs> those people they weren't there and it was, it was disappointing we had to wear our masks we had to social distance those are normal things but like there was a restrictions regarding the things we could do on campus. There weren't, like, events, which kind of, like, make a campus fun, especially where we're at, because there's not a lot of outside things to do. No, there's not. But I would say we had to make our own type of fun. A specific example of this, we would play Among Us in our individual rooms, which, if you've ever played the game, it's kind of hard to figure out who the imposter is without being around the other people. But you couldn't have, like, guests in your rooms. If you did, the Aries would come a-knocking. Um... But overall, there was a lot of new experiences for me during my freshman year. Uh, a lot of good new experiences, some bad. We won't go too much into that, but... Right. <laughs> I moved in the year after Ray, so it was August of 21. So even though COVID was still a thing, they weren't as worried about it. We still had to wear masks and everything. And we could... People could help us move in. I could have, like three people I think you could only have one right yeah okay so I had like three people so I had my parents and my brother hi mom hi dad I love you hi parents Kisses. hope you're well yes um anyways uh so we moved in first of all it took me forever to unpack and I mean like the entire month of August I spent unpacking because I just didn't want to do it um other than that moving in was pretty easy though the boxes on wheels oh i have met our lord and savior <laughs> i okay. see uh yes we here we have these little uh they call them moving boxes but they're just like giant cardboard boxes on wheels and you can you can like reduce your trips down from like three to one if you if you know heavy. what you're doing and the way my my dad would like pack those boxes pack them with my things. yes yes that's how my father did actually moving in this time my dad, we got here, right? And half my stuff was in my car, half was in theirs. And my dad was like, I can do it. I can do it. <laughs> Stacked everything in those boxes. I think we made two trips. Fathers on move-in days are truly something out of Literally. out of the movies, I argue. Literally. And, like, my dad, he was like, just stop touching stuff. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> Don't touch that. Don't touch that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because he, he has such a specific way of putting things into the box. My dad does the same thing. Uh, I think that's just, like, dad aesthetic. I think it is. Maybe I'll get it when I'm older. Who yes. knows? And you know the, like, cube thing? Like, the cube organizer shelf yeah. I have in my room? 
<laughs> I was like, Dad, I'll put it together. And he was like, no, 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 I got this. I, <laughs> I got insist, this. I <laughs> <insist>. <laughs> <And> I was, <laughs> Wait, I have a question. When did your parents leave? Like, was it like they got your stuff, they got you all, like, established in your room, and then just bounced? Yes. Okay. No, my parents, we we move in, we get everything set up in my room, we go out to eat. No. It's like a prerequisite. My mom, she cries to this day when I leave for college. It's been three years. It's she, she's, like, in tears when I'm, like... Bye. I think my mom is too, but also, like, I have two older brothers, and one is an hour away from home, I'm two hours from home, and one of us still lives at home, but I feel like being the only daughter, I think my parents are just like, yeah. dang, our favorite child is really just not <laughs> Not our here. favorite child. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, but back then, I wish, moving in was not the most stressful part. I would argue that the most stressful part was being exposed to so many different and new people and like worrying about how I came off to those people but also worrying about like my reputation in college which we'll talk about how that doesn't matter later right but um how how did how was that first impression making for you it was okay I'm I don't really know I kind of act the same around everybody Mm -hmm. like You've heard me talk to my parents. Have you? <laughs> I talk to my parents the same way I talk to everybody I've ever met. So I'm never really too worried about my impression I make on people because I feel like people just like me regardless of how I act, I guess. Uh, but I knew like four people from my high school. Mind you, my graduating class was right at 600. So there was a lot of us and very few came here. And I wasn't friends with any of them. So I had no choice but to make new friends so the four people that i knew i don't think they lived in the same building as i did i didn't really care because i respectfully didn't really want to be friends with them we didn't (laughs) hit it off in high school why would we hit it off in college uh but i (laughs) i bought a 50 pack of hangers (laughs) i never need that many hangers okay and (laughs) so i made friends on my hall by like knocking on people's doors and being like do you need hangers do you need hangers? I have that so many. That is so brave of you. Also, yes. hangers are a hot commodity, I would argue. Yes. For me, anyways, I break my hangers very easily. Exactly. I got rid of hangers quickly. And my <laughs> my next door neighbors, who I am best friends with to this day. To this day. I knocked on their door because we heard them banging around, like moving in. And I went to their door. And I was like, hey, I heard you banging things around over there. So I figured you had moved in. I think I was right. Do you need hangers? <laughs> and <laughs> we talked about that once when we had actually gotten really close. And they were like, we thought you were weird. And I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. That is uh, low on my list of friend pickup lines anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you banging around. I shouldn't have said that, but Do you need hangers? <laughs> um, so that was, oh, I also had like a friend group, I guess. I wasn't really friends with them. And we would play cards and stuff. And the two people from the group that I got close to were my neighbors. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, I just didn't really like their vibe, so, you know. And then my first impressions of our school was that I really liked the views. I thought they were cool. And campus was pretty quiet. Yeah. Because, like, that building isn't in the middle of campus. It's kind of off to the side. Right. That was nice, but we live in the middle of campus now, and that's... It's louder, but I kind of enjoy it. Yeah, something I noticed after, because I guess just, well, I guess I moved locations after my freshman year, Mm -hmm. but after, like, 
the COVID restrictions have lifted, I noticed like a lot more people on campus, which is valid because classes are offline. But it was a shock to me. It's like I walked out of my building on the first day of class. I was like, who are these people and where did they come from? I just felt like my high school obviously did not have near as many people. But walking around campus, I'm like, wow, I saw more people in my six minute class change in high school than I have seen walking on these sidewalks. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, going back to how you said you have, like, four... You knew, like, four people from high school. I also had the same thing, but my graduating class was a crisp and cool 150 people, which is weird. Yes. Uh, but we... For most of the people who graduated, you know how they, like, go to a specific state school? Yeah. And, like, if the rest of them trickle elsewhere. Right. I didn't go to that specific state school. I went to this state school, but, you know. Heavy. Um... So when I first moved in, like I mentioned, my parents my parents moved me in, and then we went out to eat. I can't remember where. Um, I think it might have been... Uh, I can't remember. doesn't matter. <laughs> but we went out to eat. They left. My mom was in tears. But after they left, I just kind of sat in my room. I was like, so what now? Whenever I envisioned college, I was like, I'm going to just like go crazy as soon as my parents leave. So, but I just sat there on my mm-hmm. bed. <laughs> Same. It was, it was terrifying, honestly. And I went through, like, the first few days not leaving my room. And honestly, I was just low-key very scared. Uh, I thought I was ready for it, but when I got there, it just seemed kind of daunting, as you know, college can be. Yes, and it can be. But, you know, I got there. I got established. Over, like, the coming weeks and months, I made, like, three separate friend groups. I went through, like, three separate friend groups. None of them really lasted. And that wasn't anybody's fault, well... I won't name names, but it wasn't anybody's fault specifically. It's just like you think you like these people, but you like grow out of them in your first few days or weeks or months at college. And that's how it was for me. College is not the same as high school is what I learned quickly. I had to totally change my whole mindset around because in high school, you have your you have your friends and you have your structure. That is, you go to class from like eight to three every every day and it's college is just a whole different ball frame, I think. Um, but freshman year is about maturing, and I'm sure it was for you as well. Heavy, and it was. However, I would argue, though friends were important, food was more important. Heavy on food, actually. Right? Tell us about growing on campus. Yeah, like Carly said, food. You think when you come to college, food would be like the highlight of your campus life. Well, maybe I'm being dramatic. It's not that serious. It's not the highlight of campus life here. Um, We have two dining halls here on campus. There's one that's open, like, all the time. And we have one that closes on weekends. And freshman year, I lived closest to the one that closed on weekends. So I had to walk a few miles, rain, (laughs) snow, sleet, hail, to get (laughs) to get. To <laughs> uphill both ways, heavy <laughs> to get to the dining hall on the weekends. But um, the food here isn't bad. It's not good, but I hear from other universities that it's worse there, and I think we should be we should take our wins where we can get them. Freshman year, there were a lot of COVID restrictions on what was open or like where you could sit and eat. We had these little dividers. Um, we don't, you didn't even see them, did you see them? <laughs> no. Like the little dividers at tables, and it was like divided into four sections and you couldn't see the person like they weren't clear they were like wood oh and you could not see the person across from you so if you wanted to sit and eat with your friends 
I have a question. Oh, jeez. We it had was, that, like, in high school with the desks, but it was, like, plexiglass. No. we. <laughs> it was prison here, actually. <laughs> we couldn't see that. And Starbucks wasn't always open. And you know how I feel about Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. I know it was necessary, but also it was really annoying at the same time because nothing was open. And I couldn't sit with my friends. Maybe a grab-and-go situation. Yeah, but for your first year here on campus, you are stuck with a meal plan that's very specific. It gives you 5,000 meal swipes to go into the dining hall. Th those 5,000 meal swipes are only to get you into the dining hall. Like the businesses, like yeah. the Chick-fil-A? Not, or... not like the um, other restaurants we have on campus. And that's unnecessary. Anyways, wrap wrap my section up. Steak and Shake left. After my freshman year. Um, <laughs> I, I should be grateful that I got it. Carly never did. That's my only flex. But Carly, how, how is food for you? Please. So, as you know, I am quite the picky eater. I she is. don't like a lot of things. She doesn't eat. I, like, I do. If you're listening, be serious. I do eat. I just eat pizza mostly because that's all I like here. But like you said, the meal plans were mandatory. So, you know. You had the 5,000 meal swipes you were stuck with. <laughs> you had food. I mean. <laughs> we had food at every single house, I tell you what. But I didn't like um, the actual cafeteria, so I never really ate there. I would just get my Chick-fil-A once a day or my pizza once a day, and then I would eat whatever was in my room. Also, our school has a, like, a deal with a pig farm. I don't know if you know about that, but... Uh, <laughs> We're friends with a pig farm, so all of our waste goes to the pig farm for the pigs to eat. And in return, we get the pigs, but not, no longer breathing pigs. Not the live pigs. <laughs> no. So, we have a lot of pork. One thing I will not eat ever is pork, so I mostly ate in my room. Pork and, and potatoes. Heavy, heavy. <laughs> this, this school will serve potatoes for a week straight, and I'm being so serious. Like, potatoes are the main thing. There's no other starch, actually. Baked potato bars, mashed potato bars, tater tot bars. Like, how many times can you serve potatoes in a week and call it a main meal? You'd be surprised coming here, trust. <laughs> but anyways, as my mother always said, we got food at the house. And even to this day, I have plenty of food at the house. Mandatory meal plans for first years <laughs> feels like they should be illegal. Because you know they're not going to eat that much. But I think the idea is, like, having it there just in case, perhaps, they do eat 40 meals a day? I don't know. But I was fortunate enough after freshman year to be able to make my own food in my own space. So, I think I think that's the move. After your first year, if you're not stuck with a big meal plan. But going back to what you said about your roommate earlier, I think that a big area of concern for me, or for most people coming to college, is living with another person. What was your overarching fear concerning living with your roommate? So as a freshman in college, obviously the biggest concern is going to be living with another person. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> you said, as a freshman in college. <laughs> Anyways, keep going. <laughs> okay, so as a freshman, I guess my biggest concern was living with someone. I haven't ever lived with anybody before. I've been fortunate with my own room. Thanks, mom and dad. I appreciate that. And so my biggest worry about living with someone was keeping the space clean and like, organized because the rooms are small okay messes get made mm -hmm. and <laughs> managing conflict just in case like something happened you know you, you get the vibes yeah and like what 
if something went wrong, like, how are we going to fix that, you know? Because yes. girls just, when they fight, they can't get over it. Also, living in the same space while also trying to deal with being mad at one another, I can't imagine. I've never had to deal with that as, like, a roommate. It just seems uh, like it would be awkward. And... It, Dude, it was. Me and my first roommate, I had two roommates my freshman year. My first roommate, we got to a point where we just didn't like each other, which mm. is fine, obviously. But Fair loss, right? <laughs> heavy. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we just didn't talk, like, at all. Like, not even... How are you? How was your day? None of that. Just, did y'all say like, hey? No. Ooh. No, like Ooh. <laughs> you would walk in a room and you either like sat at your desk or like got in your bed or whatever. We did not speak. I couldn't. It was so bad. It was painfully awkward. And I would like try to start small conversations because like she just would look at me sometimes, like just stare at me. And I don't <laughs> like weird. that. It was weird. But I mean... Other than that, that was awkward and probably the worst part, but keeping the space clean was hard, and dorm rooms have that must. The dorm room must? Yes, and <laughs> it's hard for, like, me to have a scent in my room, you know, like yeah. the little wallflower things, because with my, uh, lesson migraines, it just triggers them, so I can't really have that stuff. Yeah. But she always had them. I'd be like, girl, you have to unplug it. You have to unplug girl, it. Girl, you have to unplug it. Yes. And that was you like, got to, actually. that always started a fight with her. And I was like, I don't know why you don't understand. You just can't have this. But my mom loves those things. The wallflowers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like them, but they just make my head hurt. In enclosed spaces, they be yeah. wallflowering up a storm. And I yes. see it. In the AC, in the, we lived, we both lived in the same building our first year. Mm-hmm. In that building, you could control the AC in your own room. Yeah. I don't know why that was such an issue for her, but, well, us, it wasn't just her. I want the room at a crisp 65, okay? At, at the minimum, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. But she would always turn it up to, like, 74. Okay, no. <laughs> I'm not sweating in my room. <laughs> and I'm not sleeping in 74 degrees. Be right. so for real. That's absurd. 74? Yes. I didn't even know they went that high. They did. They did. It was crazy. But also being able to control your own temperature of your room is a flex. So any building where Heavy. you can do that, that's also pretty cool. Heavy. Whenever I first got here, I was, I was wasn't worried about managing conflict because I avoid conflict at all costs. I know sometimes it's unavoidable, but like with me, I'll find a way. Hell or high water, actually. <laughs> Heavy. Um. So that wasn't really big. I was just my biggest. Worry was, like, establishing that dynamic with your roommate, which is different for guys than it is for girls, I would argue. Mm Because guys can just be like, hey, hey. And that's, like, your roommate relationship. And that's kind of how I was with my first roommate, which was fine. He was really cool. But um, sharing is hard. Sharing small spaces is especially hard. Heavy. And uh, showering, well, trying to fit your showers like in before you both have to go to class you know freshman year whenever you both have 8 a.m's mm-hmm. and you both have to like get up and get ready at the same time and you're like you have one sink one mirror one yeah. shower make a shower schedule if you ever yes. <laughs> if you ever have a problem with showering before make... you even move in though like when you're meeting a roommate or a potential roommate that's like the pressing question yeah what it... time do you wake up when do you shower because with my first roommate well i guess both of them my first roommate didn't matter because she wasn't like every day but both of my roommates showered at night 
So that was convenient. My second roommate, uh, I've met our Lord and Savior. I okay? have as well. She was perfect. So obviously roommate conflicts are stressful, but so are classes. And I would argue that classes are the heart and soul of higher education. I would also argue that, Carly, but not at first. Um, <laughs> whenever you first get to college, you're like, wow, I don't actually have to be at a class. No, no, no. Whenever Ray first gets to college. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, no. I think it's like with everybody. You're in high school. You have to go to high school. You have to like be in that building. Wrong. Wrong. Because okay. I skip. <laughs> Mom, actually, she knows this. Most of my senior year, I was not in that building. I was skipping. I was going out with my friend. Like, I was doing whatever I wanted to. And that was you. But for <laughs> me, <laughs> I, I was, like, in there every day. I actually can't do that. <laughs> Never mind. But learning <laughs> the importance of going to class, especially after maybe, I don't know, getting your bad grades or, ooh, attendance grades or attendance points, whenever your, like, grade drops a whole letter for you not showing up for one class, that you'll learn very quickly the importance of going to class and I know it sounds stupid and I sound like your parent or something but it's important to go to class with your first year because if not your grades will reflect that as studies show people who attend Bro. class regularly have better grades than those who do not and that's a study that's a real one right <laughs> but my first year I was filled with um skipping classes I got like my first C that was jarring I had a lot of tests and anxiety my first year, too, and I would just get super overwhelmed for, like, tests, quizzes, and they were all online, which made it easier, but I would still get super overwhelmed just because I don't like things like that, but getting over that was really just me developing a study schedule and, like, learning how to study better, so that was super cool. Um, another big part of classes is registering for classes at the end of every semester, uh. and if you have not been through a class registration... Maybe you'll never have to, and Hopefully. that is fantastic. <laughs> but um, it's super stressful. It mm, it can be super stressful. Have backups to the classes that you want to take. That's and have opinion. backups for your backups, because as a freshman, you register last. Yes. Depending on how your institution does it, you may end up at the bottom of the barrel. And it's a very big barrel. So. <laughs> yes, yes. So my first year class-wise was actually pretty easy. I did, okay, so in high school, I cannot tell a lie, I was not the best student. I was <laughs> lazy, as all get out. Granted, I had good grades, but I think the teachers just liked me, which I guess use that to your advantage, and I did. As you should. <laughs> <laughs> right. But all of my teachers in high school were like, you're going to struggle in college because you have no work ethic. And I was like, oh, okay, sure, you know, whatever you say. And I got here in my first year classes. Piece of cake. Piece, Piece of, of cake. cake. Like, all ten of them. Be so serious. What? Well, five one semester, five the other. Oh, okay, They were yeah. just so easy. And I was, like, worried that I would struggle, but yeah. I didn't. I was fine. Yeah, I have a funny story. Uh, my first, like, two weeks of freshman year, I got bored. I, I had, like, I don't know, 16 credit hours. 16 or 15. I think it was 16. And I wanted to go above 18. You know, 18, you have to get, like, special permission to go above. So I, like, right. emailed my advisor. I was like, hey, I'm bored. Can we add a few more just to, you know, get the ball rolling? She's like, I don't think you want to do that. I was an ambitious freshman, and I think I should just make that known. Of course you were. <laughs> Did you get approved for that? No, I didn't. <laughs> she was like, just you wait. So Ray said that he had a hard time going to class or just did not go. And I chose not to. Right. 
were your classes in person your first semester though no they were all online no because if i can't i don't know if i'm remembering this right but some of my classes were in person but it was like a b days so mm-hmm. half the class came on this day or monday and the other class the other half were online that day okay so a hybrid type hybrid of situation. yeah i don't know i didn't just okay. say that yeah that that makes sense I think a lot of us experienced that no matter what school we were in. I know that's how my high school was, but I didn't I didn't skip really at all my freshman year. But attendance is a very big part of grades. Attendance can kill. I've yes. seen it actually. In my first year, a lot of professors didn't count it solely because if you got COVID, you had to be out for like 2 weeks. Mm-hmm. So they didn't they didn't count attendance as much. But now as, like, a sophomore and COVID is basically in the past, it's history, I'd argue. Arguably, yes. <laughs> they all, like, every single class, they take attendance every single day. And it's, like, the biggest part of my grade, other than the exam. And what are y'all doing? Right. I'm paying for this. It's my choice, right. okay? I'm like, if you're still getting paid at the end of the day, literally, don't be mad about if I'm here or right? not. And does it matter? Because... I'm paying for it. My parents are paying for it. Thank you, Mom and Dad. I do go to class, I promise. Anyways. <laughs> I've seen her go. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. Classes were easy freshman year. They're starting to get harder now. I don't like <laughs> school that much. I'm not very good at school, but I'm making it work. You're doing your best, and that's admirable. I'm doing my best to do my duty. <laughs> As one should. Okay, okay. I think to wrap this episode up, I thought it would be fun for me and Carly to recount our favorite memories of freshman year, but also to offer a final statement of advice, like, you know, if we could tell our younger freshman selves one thing, what would we say to, you know, the people in the world? The people in the world. (laughs) Go first. (laughs) Okay, so my favorite memory of freshman year was that it snowed. And where I'm from, we don't get big snow. Mm Mm-hmm. So, seeing big snow was very nice. And it was, I don't know if you remember, it was like five, six inches or so. It was a lot of snow. Yeah, so we built a snowman. And when I tell you that a snowman was about my height, okay, I'm like 5'7". Okay, it was a big snowman. <laughs> All right, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. If I had to give advice to my freshman self, I don't know, I did a pretty dang good job. But <laughs> if I had to give advice to incoming freshmen, it would be... Be careful with how much you indulge in outside of classroom activities. Like, don't, I understand maybe your parents were very strict and you had a curfew and all that. Just because you get here and you don't have a curfew and you can go to parties and you can do things like uh, illegal things, we'll say. (laughs) Don't overindulge in them. It's not going to work out for you. It's not a good look. It's kind of embarrassing. Just go to class. Do well. Make good choices overall. Yeah. It's all about balance, just to piggyback off what uh, Carly said. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, my favorite memory from freshman year, it was the first time I ever dressed up for Halloween, ever. Uh, I was a cowboy. I looked like Woody from Toy Story. I, <laughs> if I could show y'all a picture, I'll also show Carly a picture. Have I showed you that? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I looked like Woody from Toy Story. Uh, Woody and from it was, Cowboy? I wasn't allowed to dress up for Halloween because we didn't celebrate it growing up. And I was so excited, like, childlike excitement. It was kind of embarrassing for me looking back. But, you know, <laughs> this, that was exciting for me. And I, all my friends dressed up, and I was like, this is fun. This is fun. This is what college is supposed to be like. <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> Halloween every day. 
But if I had to offer myself a bit of advice, I would say that just be yourself and be comfortable with learning more about who you are as a person and who you're going to be in college. Because you're coming from high school, you're coming from like this whole different group of people, this whole different place. And I think that it's a very good idea to be open to growth yes. in places like that. Because if you, if you stay behind and things like that, you're just going to be left behind. You're going to be immature and yeah, no one's going to want that. And nobody's going to want that. But that's my advice. Yes. Don't be afraid to grow. Step out of your comfort zone every once in a while. Tippity tap, if you will. Heavy, and it, <clears> it builds <throat> character, I'd argue. It does. Alrighty, y'all. We just wanted to take some time now to thank you for listening to the first ever episode of me and Carly's podcast, Coffee and Cream. It is something we are really excited about, and we worked really hard making it, and we thank you for taking the time to listen. We would especially like to thank our friends and families who have really made this all possible. Yes. They supported us in our journey. We could never repay them for that. We love you many times over for being there for us, for all of the jokes and <laughs> the everything. Giggles, the kikis, the ha-has. If you will. Well, all that being said, thank you guys for listening to Coffee and Cream. Remember to be safe, be smart, and be good people. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Music licensing reimagined.